0: program joe million dollar miles we got the oldest living sports fan if you could call him living Thursday, June 3rd in the year 2021. We are roughly two weeks into the NBA playoffs. Uh, The East, the East round one is done. All four teams advanced. One of them is not, unfortunately, the New York Knicks. They lost in five last night and we've all shed many a tear. And we'll look to next year. While we're thinking about the Knicks, John, I'll start with you. Has your opinion, just because of this playoff series, has your opinion of Julius Randall changed at all? It has.
1: I mean, for the better. <laughs> right? I know. It's, it, it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it. it and it's tough. It's tough because, um, you know, you're taking seventy two games or whatever. Yeah. And judging in one way, and then five games and judging another way, but. They pretty much shut him down. He looked like he was forcing it oh, kind yeah. <clears> of <throat> all the time. And in the NBA, that's what you get paid for is the playoff performance. I mean, I think that series cost him some cost him some money. Well, speaking
0: of money, yeah. he's, he's eligible for a contract extension. Um, his extension would be, I think it's, it could only be 125% of his current contract, which is right. less than the max. And that oh, is be, that it? Yeah, that's it. So, so Bert, he would get about uh, if they were to give him max ex- extension, it'd be four years for one hundred six million dollars. And uh, that's American it.
2: Dollars, American dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you would if would if you had a team, would you give Julius Randall one hundred six million dollars over four years?
2: Uh, probably way hell no i don't even know who you're talking about no i'm definitely (laughs) not going to give a complete stranger that kind of money
1: yeah that that's he worth it guys
2: you're the experts i'm the guy i'm the the guy
1: interrupting. (laughs) joe what do you Uh, think i I think he's worth that yeah oh yeah i just i don't think he's worth like an actual max i don't i mean if he was in the 30s or 40s but I think he's great at that at that price. Cause I don't think this playoff loss was all on him. No. I mean, he had no supporting cast. I think if you look at the 16 teams, even extending it to the maybe even the play in teams, the Knicks probably had the least talent on offense of really anybody. Right. And and so the Hawks just so they couldn't make the Hawks work on defense. And that's the way to like slow those guys down. And so I just, yeah, I think there's bad matchup. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I would give him that, that max because it's a discount. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if he takes it. I don't know, Joe, did you watch any of the Knicks Atlanta
3: series? I did. Yeah. And I, I, I do think that, um, he didn't play great, but, uh, he's also the reason that they were in the playoffs to begin with. So for $25 million a year, I think if he's getting you to the playoffs, that's worth it, and and it's on the team to build a you know a second round worthy team or a third round worthy or you know a championship team if they want to win. They can't he can't carry them all the way, but he can get them to the postseason, which is first step. So
0: yeah, and in in some like, ways the harder the hardest step because I mean one of the things the Knicks had to do this year was change their culture, uh, and I think they achieved that. And yeah. we'll see if they can add team. people. In one season, yeah. <laughs> I, see you, I see you shaking your head, Bert. You think the culture is no good?
2: Oh, no. I'm following all the, the faces. I'm trying to follow all your faces and get your reactions so I understand uh, your, your true feelings, if I can read between the lines.
0: Mm. So do you have to kind of manually read faces? Is it one of those things? Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: okay. oh
3: definitely. Good. Were you a cop? Were you in law enforcement or something in your youth? Oh yeah, you know I, I uh,
2: I'm often mistaken for law enforcement, but no, I, I'm more of a, I come from a, uh, an opposite background.
3: Okay,
0: an officer backgrounds.
3: Yeah, background. uh, <laughs> yeah I, you, a little, little different. wasn't blue. No, I mean, don't say say no more. You know, you don't want to incriminate yourself.
0: So not a cop, yeah. but an officer of some sort.
3: Hell
2: no. No, no. I don't know. Uh, unofficial everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that the term for that? If I'm not an officer, I'm unofficial. Is that a, uh, does that sound? Sounds correct to <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a cop. I'm not a referee. I'm not a judge. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm, just a, I'm just a bloke.
0: You're just a small town boy.
2: Yeah. With, uh, with big town problems. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Nice, <laughs> nice Gatorade you got awesome. there. Yeah. So another team that uh, exited um, the Boston Celtics, which is no surprise—they were playing the Nets. But they right away—it's obviously they had talked about it before because it happened so quickly. They Danny Ainge stepped down, um, and Brad Stevens is uh, now the president of basketball operations or something along those lines, and they have no coach. Um. Joe, I don't know. What did you think of the, that shuffle? Should they have stayed as is or is this uh, I don't know. What, what How did he,
3: How did he earn that job? How How did he earn that job?
0: Yeah. It's a weird It's a weird promotion. It's like you you didn't do a good job coaching. Like if they were awesome this year, he'd still be the coach, right?
3: Yeah, probably. Or or in after a season like this, I would think maybe not five, but Definitely fired before promoted to president of basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's because he's never worked in front know. office and
3: it's weird. Yeah, uh, it was very strange. Stephen A. Smith thinks it's it's racist. I don't know. I mean I don't I don't know if I, if I would have gone there, but um it's definitely bizarre.
0: You said it was racist.
3: Stephen A. Smith said that. I don't know if you guys saw him talking about it. He went on a rant about how uh, there was race was involved in
0: I did not see this this rant of the, his um no, yep. I'm I'm not sure because isn't <laughs> I mean well, I guess maybe that somebody else was passed up who's not a white guy like Brad Stevens
3: because he didn't do a good job I guess and he you
0: know got
3: moved up anyway but oh I see I, I, I see I, I see, I see. It was definitely Yeah, I I definitely think it was it was weird. It was a weird thing to never seen anything like that.
0: Yeah, Um, and the other thing is like (laughs) they have the best young core, maybe in the NBA. Two of the best under twenty five guys in the NBA. So I don't know if they need to panic just yet. Yeah, John, what was your thoughts on it?
1: Um, So I think Stevens a good coach. Yeah. Like he, he got a lot out of a few teams that shouldn't have done that well. And then this year they had a lot of COVID stuff. I mean, Tatum was, Tatum was in the tank with COVID for a while. And then obviously they lose Brown before the playoffs. Um, so I don't think this is the one, if I were Brad Stevens, this is the one, you know, the real, I would show at my next head coaching interview, but like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was terrible by any stretch. And I think some years he really, he did well. I suspect this promotion, like maybe isn't like, maybe it's like, we want you in the organization, but we, you know, don't think you're the coach to get to these guys. Cause that's as possible. It's possible the president of basketball operations doesn't even have as big an impact on the success of the Boston Celtics as the head coach right? Like, I think, I think that I, depending on what responsibilities go with that particular job, which is not totally clear to me. I think they're saying, Hey, we need a new coach and Mm -hmm. we think you're a great coach and you're just not the coach for this crew. We can't make you an assistant coach because that doesn't happen. So we're going to put you somewhere else in the organization and take advantage of what is, you know, by all accounts, a pretty good basketball brain, right? So I don't know. That's kind of the way I read it.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes these titles are just formalities, and mm-hmm. someone else is really going to yeah. be leading the thing. Um, it's, but somebody get a paycheck. Yeah,
3: you, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, so yeah, just collect a paycheck because he's it's 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 like the racist corporate world where we just take care of white guys who 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 are mediocre. Yeah. Yep. Uh it, but like usually I think it's in most franchises the president of basketball operations is the one who do, like actually really is the is like the CEO and um is is maybe not fully doing everything and there's there's an analytics team and there's uh um there's like scouting department and the people who are like the personnel managers, but it's, it's the, it's the Pobo who kind of organizes all that and hires everybody. Is is that
3: person who hires and fires the GM and the coach and all that? Is that what he does?
0: I think so. I mean, at least that's the deal with the Knicks. I mean, Leon Rose is the, is the president of basketball operations. They have a GM, but the, the GM, Scott Perry is probably like third, the third person on the totem pole. And really, Leon Rose is the number one. So it's a big job if if he's actually doing that. But then again, it could be a title and all he's doing is, like, he's brand ambassador.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and he could be, he could be doing, like, all that stuff and they've decided he's better at that stuff than, you know, some of the X's and O's. But I think he's a pretty good X's and O's guy. Yeah. Like, um, he just may not be reaching this particular group of guys. Yeah, but. well, we'll
0: see. I mean, now <laughs> he's got to be the one maybe to build a team around those two,
3: Jalen Brown mm-hmm. and
0: Jason Tatum.
3: He's got a lot to prove. Yeah. Like all all eyes are going to be – this is the most anybody's going to be paying attention to a ba- president of basketball operations, <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of basketball. Yeah. <laughs> That's true.
0: And, I mean, he's probably – he'll be the – the most known above, like, you know, sometimes if you you follow your own team, you know who their front office is, but everybody knows Brad Stevens, who's a basketball fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bert, have you ever been in charge of anything?
2: Not voluntarily. I, uh, I had a couple of, uh, I I found myself a couple of times the, uh, the only adult in the room because the other adults had passed out. So, but it, it went pretty well because it was it was just a room full of adults, so I was in charge of myself.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's all- about
2: it. Yeah, every other time, no one ever lets me be in charge of other people. It's probably it's probably a smart move.
0: Yeah, and I mean you are wanted in many states.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now yeah, I, for for briefly I was a briefly I was a horse trainer, uh, but but yeah, it didn't go so well. You know, everybody in the surrounding neighborhood were well fed but i uh, the, the operation just kind of took a nosedive once i took over I, I'll, I'll take partial blame for that yeah
0: i mean it's it's probably <laughs> i would say it's your fault horse racing isn't a big deal anymore
2: yeah probably, probably so yeah i uh you know uh that's that's probably the biggest reason that i'm not uh, i'm not welcome in kentucky or, mm-hmm. or in tennessee for that matter uh i was actually i was living in a living in a small town on the, on the, on the border between the two states. And, uh, and that was the thing. That's where a lot of the horse meat ended up was in Tennessee. And, uh, uh, let's just say some people don't digest horse meat as much as you, uh, you know, as easily as one would think, I, you know, I, I, you know, hindsight being what it is, you know, I'd, uh, I, should, I, I probably should have headed West.
0: Yeah. I, th- I would think so. There's, there's less regulation yeah. out West of horse meat.
2: Yeah. That's also, absolutely. Yeah, out west, it's a horse feed uh, Bonanza. So, uh, so, uh, so, so so to speak. Oh,
0: yeah, I saw that show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I couldn't remember the rest of it, but yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. Uh, that'll be the new intro song. So, sticking out, Guns- well, going from your tale of. Going west like five Let's 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 talk east a, a little bit more as Fivol goes east. Uh, so we we know the second round matchups. We got Philly, who might be without Joel Embiid, who's got I guess a partial tear in his mel- meniscus, going up against they they won their their series last night. They'll be going up against the Atlanta Hawks with uh, the best point guard in all of basketball maybe <laughs> Trae Young, who put us in her place. Um, John, who you got in that series?
1: Well, I think it's going to be Philly. Um, I, so the way I understand the meniscus thing, it's probably, they're probably just going to roll with it. They're not going to do surgery or anything. Right. I think. So, yeah, I know with a meniscus, what happened too, with
0: meniscus? He, he tore it on purpose. On purpose, on, he,
2: he looked at someone and said, "Take this," and then ripped his own meniscus.
0: <laughs> yeah, to try and show off to some 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 older kids. He wanted to look cool.
2: Uh, I won't lie; for a split second, I got meniscus mixed up with the hippocampus, and it was it was a very very impressive injury to apply to yourself. But uh, still meniscus still
0: hurts. Still hurts. It does. Yeah. So, I mean, supposedly this is a minor tear. I, I from what I understand, there's you can get surgery. It could heal by its own. There's like, it depends where the tear is, whether or not you need surgery. So he's going to play. Um, and all of it, yeah, obviously. I think they're, they're too good.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, they're too good. They have too many weapons. I mean, for whatever reason, um, Ben can't shoot free throws. Well, he never really could, but now he really, really could. But like, he was like, now he's like abjectly awful. Like he shot like 30% or something in the last round. Um, So that's a little bit disturbing, but I mean, no, they're going to just, they're going to, I think they're going to crush Atlanta. I do. I think they're going to work Trey on the other end that the way New York couldn't. The way New York didn't uh, even seem to try to. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Joe, do you have a pick in this series?
3: Uh, for me, it comes down to whether, to how healthy Joel Embiid is. Uh, if he's good to go, Philly wins and then loses in the next round. If uh, he, if he's too, if he's either out or he's playing hurt, then Atlanta wins. Yeah. I, mean, I don't take Philly seriously. I never have.
0: <laughs> as a city or as a team? I, no.
3: Well, yes, but uh, <laughs> as a uh, basketball team, as all this time with Simmons and, and Embiid together, and everybody says that every season they're going to be the the they're going to win the East yeah. and they're going to go out and give somebody, and then they never do. They always flop, you know. So I, I just I never see that kind of potential in them. I think Embiid and Simmons are both great, right, but that team just I, I don't I just don't see it.
0: Yeah. Um, I I think Atlanta, like Atlanta's pretty good. Um, they've got a lot of shooting. I think Atlanta
3: can beat them. Even with Embiid, I think they can beat them, but they're, they're almost guaranteed to do it without Embiid.
0: It'll be interesting. If, if Embiid's healthy, I I would also take Philly. If like, if he's definitely healthy, but, uh, Capella is at least, I mean, no one could really guard Embiid. He's, he was, you know, the runner up, probably the runner up for the MVP. Um, but, Capella's is at least a big who could like not be like totally trounced by him right um so then in the other series we got Brooklyn Milwaukee that should be a fun one uh who are your picks for that Joe I'll start with you
3: Brooklyn Do you I don't know? know yeah Milwaukee's like Philly to me I think <laughs> the same thing like they they're almost there they're a piece or two away but there's no way they're they're gonna final yeah you know
2: there's a rumor that Milwaukee and Philadelphia are actually com- they're actually connected via an underground aqueduct a secret ancient underground aqueduct invented uh, that was uh, perfected by a, a, a group of Indians a group of Native Americans whose name I completely forget because I never finished reading the, the, the magazine article but that's uh, that is that's a theory about that
0: Huh. I, I got to say. There was what magazine. Yeah, what magazine, first of all?
2: <laughs> it was Aqueduct Weekly. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good, that's a reputable source. I was going to call bullshit, but Aqueduct Weekly <laughs> is like, they, they do a lot all of fact, they che- they're known for their fact checking.
2: Yeah, if it weren't for the fact that uh, all their offices blew up in the entire uh, building, uh, blew up uh, in, in an unfortunate homemade C4 uh, uh, incident. Uh yeah, you know, we'd we we'd still be reading Aqueduct Weekly uh right now if uh you know, but uh, uh just that, that didn't work out like that for you know.
3: That that happens. Yeah. Tales all the time.
0: It's pretty stupid that they decided like as a team bonding workplace exercise, let's all build some C4. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, I mean, you know, it just takes one one in a crowd. Yeah. Uh, and let's be honest with you. Static electricity, you know, it's uh Everybody knows in the aqueduct slash journalism department, that's a, that's a lot of a lot of friction, a lot, a lot of uh, uh, high emotions, high stakes emotions involved in that kind of in that world. Indeed. Some people say it wasn't an accident, but I don't, you know, I, I don't believe the conspiracy theories that much.
0: Mm. I mean, yeah, I got to look into this. Uh, it's too bad I can't do the research anymore because they blew up all the evidence. That's right. Uh, Unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate for everybody. John Especially if you in the building. <laughs> John, do you have a, a pick in this Milwaukee-Brooklyn series?
1: Um I I like Milwaukee better than I did last year. Mm-hmm. But I I just think I think Brooklyn's gonna win. And I've told you I've told you, you know, the way I wanna see the NBA go is now, you know, so it starts with Anthony Davis, he begs his way out, cries his way out goes to another team, wins a championship, then Harden's going to do it. And then that can be the thing every year is someone, someone complains about a, you know, perfectly good contract that he, he signed mm-hmm. himself. And then goes to another team and then that team wins the title. Cause that is what America can get behind complaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I just think the nets are they're They're too much. They're just, they're too, too good. Too good. I, I don't want to see them win it, but I, I yeah. think they will.
0: I don't want to see them win it either. Uh, so I'll be I'll pi- I'll pick Milwaukee because I'm going to be rooting for them, and I think they could I could think they could do it. Um, I think they could do it this year. I think this is the year. Uh, Brooklyn. It would it would suck if Brooklyn won because like ba- basketball feel it feels like basketball is back in New York because the Knicks made the playoffs and like. You would have to ignore uh, Brooklyn winning a championship because they don't Done. count as a New York team and um, so I don't I don't even want to have that discussion as to whether or not it counts as a New York championship John I know I know you've never experienced a New York championship since you've been here would That's you count right. would you count Brooklyn Nets winning as a New York championship?
1: I feel like I would have to so the the John blue drought you know, I was here in September of 2012, and the Giants won the Super Bowl earlier that year, um, and since then, there have been no New York titles, the longest drought in New York history. Wow. Um, it, would, it would suck for it to end with a Brooklyn Nets championship. Yeah. I, I can tell you that. Um, but I would have to acknowledge it, even though – because they're – I mean, they're in the city. I used to live across the street from the arena. They're, they're here. Yeah.
0: What about the Islanders? Would they? Would you count that? There, I think they're up two zero I mean, in
1: their series. Yeah, I would love it if the Islanders won. I'm not sure if that counts either because they were in they were in um, Barclays for you know a minute and a half. Yeah, and and so I don't know. And they had they had yeah, to but, leave Barclays
0: because all their fans are like get antsy every time they have to leave Nassau County.
1: No, it's <laughs> it's so true. They're like, no,
0: we <laughs> we prefer driving to the game.
1: <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> oh my god oh, um yeah yeah so i'm taking milwaukee all right before we continue with the rest of the nba playoffs uh it's time for our segment called hit by a pitch where we get hit by a movie pitch joe i hear you got a sports movie pitch
3: do have a sports movie pitch yeah uh, should, I, should, should I begin you should begin uh, All I need right, I, I, hit,
0: hit by a pitch by the way is just the working title um and I think I need some like audio of Vince Gully saying something about hit by a pitch to introduce the segment
3: but that's that's okay. a
0: note for myself <laughs> proceed
3: is Vince Gully a, ba- a baseball guy he's uh, he was the
0: longtime announcer for the Dodgers. I thought he was on um, Law and Order SVU. No, if that you're, think, you're, you're thinking of uh, of uh, of Mulder and Scully. Mulder yeah. and Scully,
2: yeah. That's or on the X-Box. combination,
0: X-Men. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know them from Law and Order SVU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I missed that episode.
3: Where the aliens are always like diddling kids. It was weird yeah. cheesing, but I enjoyed it.
0: The time, it was yeah. like it was ice tea versus the aliens. <laughs> and this isn't your pitch yet. We're already. This is right? actually,
3: this was my pitch, so you guys kind of spoiled it. Uh, Sorry. I see. He, he's, he's fighting alien rapists. Um,
2: <laughs> alien rapists? Yeah. Because
3: yeah, it's, yeah, cause it's SB- special you. There's a, there's a show called SVU. Uh, it's about, um, never mind. All right. Uh, oh,
2: see, I know that from personal experience, but I had no idea they had a television. Uh, roughly, oh, yeah. No they made a show year. about
3: it. They made oh, a show no. about it.
2: No shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll have to ignore that because officers of the law are involved, and I can't be part of it.
3: Well, Just I'm,
2: I'm legally not allowed to be. I don't have a problem. But.
3: No, there are a bunch of knocks. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, my movie is called Rookie of the Year Part Two. <laughs> nice. Uh, unrelated to the original, except for in the name. It's about a uh, a man named Dennis. He's 45 years old. He works at an office and he gets horrible carpal tunnel syndrome in his elbow. He goes to the doctor. Sorry about that. Did, I, did you guys lose me, or am I good? No, you're good. He goes to the doctor to get it checked out, and uh, he's got, like, you know, really bad tennis elbow, whatever, carpal oh, yeah. tunnel, uh, and the and he gets furious about it, grabs his results, crumbles them up, and shoots a perfect jump shot into the garbage can, which is when he realizes that he has developed a perfect jump shot. And he uh, goes to the NBA where he gets cut for being old. And then he starts his own basketball team uh-huh. featuring all the other famous basketball movie characters, like Teen <laughs> Wolf, Airbud, uh, you know, the six men, Joanna man, all, Juana of them. man. <laughs> all of them come back and they play on his team for the NBA championship.
0: Wow. An expansion team winning the championship
3: team in the first year in the championship.
0: Yeah. And and would would the coach be Eddie?
3: Of course. Yes. <laughs>
0: Good. <laughs> so I this is really believable to me because if like one of the things that I say is like square your elbow up to to the basket, square mm-hmm. your elbow to the basket and you know, if you get surgery and it's maybe locked into place like you're you're your jump only way to let
3: it loose is with the perfect jump shot. Absolutely, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. I also like you know something else I like about this is it's it's like the Rookie of the Year franchise, but it doesn't have to have continuity. It's kind of like Final Fantasy, how all the games are different worlds.
3: Right.
1: Or like Saw. Or you know. Uh, wait. Wouldn't wouldn't um Eddie K Thomas or whatever his name is? wouldn't he be about forty five now? Like you could you could uh, potentially you know. Cast him. Yeah, not a bad maybe, idea. Maybe not, maybe he's not the jump shooter, but maybe he's like, you know, his friend or something like that. It's like, oh man, you know. Yeah, funky wait, butt, loving.
3: He was say too funky young. butt loving. I he say Oh, wait, what? You guys remember Funky Butt Lovin' from that movie? He punches <laughs> his doctor in the face and then the doctor says Funky Butt Love. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, maybe the movie made a bigger impact on me. <laughs> everybody
0: else oh man uh, there's yeah I, I remember you know I remember parts of it obviously I remember I remember everybody go watch the trailer
3: for rookie of the year yeah
0: Daniel Stern's character was very good yeah. like what was was he the GM or the owner or
3: I think he was on the, the team still he was like the old guy on the team like he was he was not a pitcher of, uh, right hey I, was he the pitcher I don't know I don't know he like, like it's been
2: a while since i've seen it i mean you know when i saw it i was completely intoxicated so <laughs>
0: yeah as
2: opposed to, as opposed to what uh you know as opposed to uh, uh well i'm nope. out now so yeah. yeah i guess that's probably perfect
0: right right so <laughs> so bert uh what are your initial thoughts on this movie
2: oh i'm in 100 i'll give you a uh, I'll back. Down. I'll be an executive producer on that. I'd love to be a part of that. Uh, who, who do you who, who 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 do you who do you see being the antagonist?
3: Uh, the the antagonist, I guess. Uh, the NBA, Adam Silver. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Silver. You, oh, Adam, okay. Adam, Adam Silver is the bad guy, and if he can play himself, that's great. If not, then we can get um, I don't know some bald guy.
2: <laughs> Le- maybe Leonardo DiCaprio
3: in a bald cap. Who's the bad guy from Ant Man? Remember him. He kind of looks like Adam Silver. That guy from Anchorman, the bad guy? A- Ant-Man. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Uh-huh.
2: Ant-Man. I never – Ant-Man.
0: <laughs>
2: a man made of – made of your
0: father's – Made up of entirely of
3: ants. Yeah, it's like a million oh, okay.
0: ants, like, coalesce into a human.
3: They take now, off this his is, tuxedo and it's just ants. I'm going to say no to that idea, but I'm definitely okay. going to go with Rookie of the Year, too. I love it. Thank you
2: you're welcome i have no money but i'm gonna i'm gonna give you all i got all right
0: that's a start that's a start you gotta start with dollar number one if you have a dollar
3: i'm, I'm giving there. john i'm giving john Ryden credit too because i am going to change the main character in my mind he can't be 45 but i guess he probably is about 45 huh? <laughs> yeah. you also know his name how do you not know you don't no, know the he movie, was, but,
1: well he was uh he was in um american, american high. high yeah high. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, that's how I'm placing his age because he was—he would have been 18-ish, like right at the turn of, like he would have been like 20 in '99 or something. Wow. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, that makes him 41-ish. Yeah. Uh, Let's
3: let's bring him back. Rookie of the year too. Yeah. Another another minor injury causes him to be perfect at basketball. Huh.
0: Henry Rowan, <laughs> is there anything I can't do?
1: <laughs> I think it should be like
3: Air Bud. It should just be a series where he just uh, every few years he gets another injury that causes him to be amazing at some sport. I'm sure Eddie K. Thomas would be like, "Yes, Eddie, I can't please. believe you know his name.
0: <laughs> I know he was an American Pie, but I still didn't know. Oh, it's Eddie K. Thomas. I did not I, know. I his think name. that's his name.
1: I think it's it's definitely K in the middle.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah." Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up right now.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a
2: serial killer, a guy like assassinates presidents.
3: because uh, uh, he's got three names.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it's
0: it's K K A Y. Yeah. All right, let's see. Rookie, rookie of the year? IMDb. Henry Rowan Gardner was not played by Eddie K. Thomas. He was played by Thomas Ian Nichols.
1: Dang it. Now,
2: Thomas Ian Nichols definitely sounds like a guy who's murdered a president.
0: Yeah. Or at Dang least it so
1: was. It, it's yeah, not he, him. I he took I a shot, but he, had,
3: he hadn't got the carpal tunnel yet. He missed. Oh, uh, yeah. He missed, he missed the president with this. There's
0: Thomas Ian Nichols, by the way. Uh, oh, oh okay.
3: That's now, his, so that's
0: the guy. Thomas. Huh. And uh, he was recently in Adverse, where it looks like he plays a driver.
1: That's right. Yeah, I saw something. About <laughs> Wait. So what's what's Eddie K. Thomas? What was he in? Then he was in something when he was younger before American Pie.
0: Eddie but. Kate. No, I thought, I thought the Henry. Ru- this is the guy from American Pie. I think.
1: Oh,
2: Eddie K. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, Eddie K. Thomas. I remember I went to uh, Olivia Trimmer Control. They had uh, what, their, their last North American show. This was back in probably uh, 2004.
1: Oh yeah. So this is the guy from American Pie. I Just had the wrong name. Okay, yeah, Eddie absolutely. K Thomas. Okay, Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. He, he blocked my he blocked so my this, viewable, was, man. this was this was Finch. Eddie K Thomas was Finch. Right. Oh, so they were both in. Okay. So it was it was actually Tara Reed's boyfriend from American Pie. It just that's just not Eddie K Thomas.
0: Right. Eddie K Thomas is Stifler's mom's boyfriend. Right. right.
1: Okay. No oh spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler.
0: Uh, I
2: don't know, like a boyfriend, just because they're doing business doesn't mean that they're
0: partners. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a good man. It's a good point. And uh, Stifler's mom. Now I can't remember her name. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Also in Legally Blonde, and mm-hmm. some new movie, right? Some new show, maybe. Yeah, um, maybe the Fungies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Single all the way, she plays Aunt Sandy. Is that a maybe that's a maybe that's a uh, a, a sequel to Jingle All the Way with Sinbad and Arnold. Oh yeah.
3: Sinbad, my main man. Oh, they're competing for her affection. Yeah. Instead of
0: <laughs> and they meet her in a Toys R Us.
3: <laughs>
1: try and tear her
0: apart. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, rookie of the year two, I am greenlighting it. Boop, boop, boop.
3: Oh, uh, okay hello yeah we got Hell it yeah. we got
0: we got funding from burt and and uh i'm gonna i'll do the promo when you when you need to go on a podcast and talk about your new movie
3: okay i and, appreciate it yo. and eddie k we'll thomas could be in heaven. it
0: Clearly. no it's, or, the, it's the other guy no i know but Ford eddie thomas k thomas could still be in it Oh,
1: he should be in it. Yeah, yeah, he can play like a DoorDash driver. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like.
0: <laughs> well, we turn from a hit by a pitch to one of our favorite segments: this date in sports history with our historian, Bert Carlson. What is up,
2: Bert? Hello, Well, I mean, I'm, I've already been introduced, so uh, you, you want me to pretend like it's totally new? Hello, hello, Larry. Thanks for having me on your
0: podcast. Absolutely, uh, welcome to the show. Uh,
2: thank you very much. I feel very welcome today. Today is, if I'm not mistaken, is June 3rd, some year. I don't, I don't care what year it is, but it's June 3rd, right?
0: Yep, I said that at the very beginning of the show.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't here yet. All right. I said June 3rd. You know what? Uh, as a matter of fact, today in uh, uh today, June third, uh, in nineteen thirty-two, uh, you remember that year. Everybody, well, not remember, but you are aware of it. I right? knew. I know that it yeah, existed.
0: You, 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 what? what? No, I, I, know that there was a nineteen thirty-two.
2: Oh, good. That mean that means you well you're, you're here. You're here. welcome back. Well, all right. So in nineteen thirty-two, Luke Gehrig became the first man in Major League Baseball to have hit four consecutive home runs in a game. Wow! Uh, all right, that, uh, I thought it was a pretty uh, fantastic. As a matter of fact, he, uh, the, the 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 Yankees. He was part of the Yankees in that year, uh, and I believe every year. I don't think he ever played with the Yankees. But yeah, he uh they they, built, they beat the, uh, they, they beat the A's. It was a uh, twenty to thirteen. Were
0: they the Philadelphia A's at that point?
2: Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I have no idea. But if because the, if they
0: were, it's possible that Lou Gehrig also made a stop in Milwaukee using the aqueduct.
2: Via the aqueduct. That's right. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Well, then again, we don't know. It could have been a home game for the Yankees.
0: Right? True. True.
2: Yeah. But Lou Gehrig did that. They hate to think a lot of people don't want to talk about Lou Gehrig. And I knew Lou Gehrig personally. I knew him. Uh, uh, we, we were more than uh, more than acquaintances, but uh, we, we, we didn't ring each other's house, you know, and I, mean, we, we had that kind of a uh, relationship a lot of people don't, don't realize uh, he had the smallest hands of any adult man I've ever seen that was over three and a half feet tall. Tiny little hand. Looked like, uh, looked like he was uh, – you, you've seen Terminator 2, you know, the guy that gets the long, pointy ones going down. Yeah, he looked like that. He was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. Uh, I, I didn't know he could even wrap his fingers around a goddamn uh, uh, bat, but then he also did that. He had, uh, it was a very impressive thing. Uh, and another thing about Lou gang, a lot of people don't know, uh, he liked to, he, uh, he was all about, uh, pugilism, huge pugilist,
0: that one. Uh,
2: but he only, he, he only picked fights with children.
0: Well, because he had small hands, it's only fair. I mean, it makes sense, but he also had
2: leverage, you know? So I I, it was, it was, it was unfair. It was both it was kind of a dichotomy going on. You know, it was like, we were, he was kind of, uh, you know, he's, uh, uh, you're rooting for him, but then you you can't root for him when he's you know just pummeling children. is like
0: punching down on kids.
2: Yeah, it's just a, you know it's like a it's, it's almost like a lethal injection kind of a thing. Yeah,
0: it's almost like a lethal but he's injection. He's a nice guy,
2: though.
0: huh? What? It's like a lethal injection.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, like tiny, like yeah, tiny, like needle hands. Oh, like I see. Very like like pointy hands, and so when he, when. You know, when you when a, a grown man is straddling a child on the ground and punching <laughs> him in the face with you know pointy hands, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's tough. But you know, he also had reach. He had you know he had range, so he was like you couldn't really get within like a five foot radius when he was raging like that. He's like, no, he just just let him let, let him uh, you know beat the child, uh, and then we'll get him off you know to the hospital, and you know it took out care of a lot of stuff on the back end. That's why I didn't really like to hang out with Gary very, very much. Uh, but he smelled good it was really weird he was a grown man and smelled very good at tiny hands wow
0: this is a lot a lot of facts about uh, Lou Gehrig, is that he had the smallest hands for really anybody mean. over three and a half feet tall did anybody else yeah, notice do
2: Did did anybody
0: else notice it know this know this is that would you just
2: <laughs> oh of course it was it was common knowledge everybody knew that but uh. everybody also knew not to talk to him about it that's why he picked on kids so much Because kids <laughs> were like Hey, look at your tiny hands. Your hands are smaller than I am. And he's like, and then he would just, you know, uh, he'd just rear back and, you know, attack.
0: So, how did he hold a baseball bat?
2: Hell, if I know, man. I guess, I guess he would like wrap them around like they were like prehensile fingers or something. I don't, even though, but they were, he had like these tiny little fingers on the end of them. It was really creepy. Come up and took you under your chin. And you're like, hey, get that, get the hell out of here. I'm in the urinal. Like, Lou Gary, you're a weird dude. He was, uh, he was,
0: but he'd laugh.
2: He was a big laugher.
0: <laughs> he had a good sense of humor. I
2: had a great sense of humor. Laughed at everything. I loved to have him, you know, I'd love to have him on the other end of a conversation that we were having. Because you know, he's a the guy he could barely he, he was just a giggle box. Barely spoke English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he spoke He likes to laugh. He spoke yeah, he,
2: was, he, was, he was terrible at speaking, but laughing was something else.
0: Yeah. Um it, you know, he's he's famous he's not for
2: who saying,
3: I thought he was.
2: No, no,
0: Luke, you know, Luke, he was a mysterious,
3: uh, he, was, uh, he was made of
2: smoke, that one.
3: I can't believe I dumped ice all over myself for, for this, <laughs> man. He sounds like, <laughs> actually not that great. Yeah, He's for pretty- this asshole <laughs> who
0: liked to fight kids.
3: He beat up kids all the time with needle hands. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just Hey, a guy,
2: guy could hit a baseball.
0: True. Yeah. You could hit a baseball. Uh, so, so pour some ice on yourself.
2: You know he also invented Yahtzee Did anybody know that? No what the fuck He invented Yahtzee right before uh, right, right before he passed
0: You know that that's That's probably his greatest Accomplishment
2: Yeah in fact he did the whole thing He'd just dip his giant hand in a big vat Of fucking ink and then he would just write out The little he'd write the whole things out He had very steady hands
0: I mean that's yeah, like a, a, good- a, a good tip for a pen You know Absolutely. Amazing. And I made like, you know, amazing that he had steady hands, even with his, with a, with Lou Gehrig's disease.
2: I mean, you'd think he would have been a surgeon,
0: right? It could have been, but he decided not to. Now, when he said today, I am the luckiest man on earth, or did he say in the world, whatever he said, he said he was very lucky. Uh, Was he in fact the luckiest man in the world?
2: Uh, well, one thing a lot of people don't realize is he actually didn't say that. Uh it was a ventriloquism act. Okay. Oh, because he couldn't speak. He only yeah. knew how to giggle. Exactly. Uh, a guy by the name of Darren Dunham, who uh, actually, uh, his great-grandson <laughs> Jeff went on to have a great career uh, doing the family lineage. But it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, Darren Dunham. He was, was actually underneath the dugout over there.
0: I had... Uh, it
2: was a wild day, but yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I was a little intoxicated.
0: Yeah. apparently i you know i i really this that's probably the biggest piece of information i've learned today is just that ventriloquism can be a family business
2: that is genetic believe it or not
0: oh yeah there's a gene that controls like you know your your mouth and throat connection or whatever
2: Oh, I don't know. I'm not Mendelssohn. What are you talking about? I'm just, I just, I, I just know what I
0: read. You mean Mendel, Gregor Mendel?
2: No, Mendelssohn.
3: I just don't share my name's not Mendelssohn. <laughs> He's right. It says it on the screen. It does. Thank you.
0: It does. We have our names on, uh, on this Zoom chat, and it says not Mendelssohn by your square. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Bert. Uh, that's very enlightening, and that's been this day in sports history. All facts. A lot of all facts. No lies detected. Well, back to the NBA playoffs. Back to the present day. Uh, we go out west. Tonight's games are uh, Denver versus Portland. You guys watch uh, that last one with Dame being a freaking killer and still losing. Ooh. Amazing. Amazing. I mean when he takes a shot like that, I think it's going in.
3: Yeah. He's, he's incredible. It's yeah. a shame that they probably are not going to win this. <laughs>
0: probably not.
3: Yeah. And definitely, because if he can't win it with a game like that, then there's just, there's just no winning. Just can't be done.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that game was a microcosm for his career. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like superhuman effort. Everyone's like, Dame is the best. Dame is the best. And they come up, just short. They're not bad. It's not like they lost in regulation or whatever, and he had this superhuman game. They lost in two overtimes, and and so that's like how Portland is, right? With Dame, they're like they're not bad. They might win a playoff series. They could win two. They did one year, right? But they're not gonna they're not gonna win it all. And he sort of seems like he's doomed to just be the, this great guy on a mediocre team. Good game to Milwaukee
0: send him to I mean, they'd be awesome.
3: Dame uh, to d- Milwaukee. It's over.
0: <laughs> well, I'm hoping he comes to New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first he's got to to replace D. Rose. Yeah, I'll take
3: Dame yeah. over D Rose. Uh, yeah, I take Dame. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think D Rose is good enough to where you can start filling in other pieces. He's not like point guard isn't your oh, yeah. main priority right now. Uh I mean, he's shown like, himself. Yeah, to be Dame happy. would be great Any any team would be happy to have Dame, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like, uh, D Rose is not the glaring issue in, in y'all's book, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think we need more wings who could shoot and do a little bit else. Um, do you think Dame's on the Trailblazers next season? Because I don't think he has the personality to like complain, like to pull like an Anthony Davis, but he might think, you know, I'm never going to win a championship with
3: this team. Maybe it's time to move on. I can see him having that conversation with them in a respectful way yeah. where they actually listen to him and they, and they try to get it done because he is the, he's just a stand up dude. I think he proves it time and time again, that he's like just a, a real dude. He's not about the, the games and the bullshit that a lot of the other guys, a lot of the other superstars are about. But I do hope he works it out for himself because that guy never winning a championship would just be fucking tragic. I mean, he is the leader that could take even just a slightly better team than Portland to a a championship, no problem. Because he's going to hit that shot at the end of the game. He will hit it. Did you guys read
1: that article about his first game-winning shot or whatever? No. The one about... he, He, like... Wait, his, no, 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 don't uh, tell me. I'm, I'm going
0: to go read it now. You guys No, it hate it
1: No, it was pretty fascinating, though. He, he hit this, it was a big game. I don't know if it was a championship game or whatever, but he hit this big shot um, at the buzzer, won the game, and then tore off his jersey, like, in celebration, and that was a technical foul in that league. And so the other team got to shoot two free throws, and they made them, and the, the, his team lost. Ah, and this life takes forever. I know that's the type of thing where you're like, ah, I think there's a learning opportunity here. Yeah, yep, crazy. That
3: guy's so nice. not not everybody would learn from it, though. No, it's true. Yeah, not everybody will learn from that. Yeah,
0: and the other the problem with Portland is like, I mean, they have draft picks, but I feel like it's hard, it it would be hard for them to add the missing piece. So that Portland could actually be the team that gets better around Dame. Right. The only chance they have, but I, I can't see this ever happening, is if Kawhi um the Clippers are now down three to two and Kawhi has a player option this offseason and who knows, he might decline it. If he went to Portland, they'd instantly be a, a real contender.
3: Ooh. Yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah. I, I would like to see. I just want to see Dane do well. Yeah, me too. He's likable off the court. He's insane on the court. It's just there's nothing not to like about that guy.
0: Yeah, uh, I haven't yeah. heard his rap album, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great. Because I think he's team. actually
3: pretty decent rapper. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah. you know I'm not surprised by his album, but uh, uh, I think he's good. Like for, as far as rapper basketball rappers go, yeah, he's one of the better ones. Jack Diesel, like on that level. I, th- I mean, he might be better than Shaq, but Shaq has got great taste. You know, he have good beats. He worked with good good uh, artists. He worked with Rizzo, Method Man, like everybody. Fushnick. everybody. The Fushnickens, yeah, Burkhardt's a huge Fushnickens fan. I know that. I remember you from the Fushnickens message board. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a constant poster.
0: <laughs> Still yeah. on, the, I'm not, on that bulletin board
2: absolutely it's uh i got a i got a handwritten calendar
3: that i wake up every day and check and it says the same thing fushnikin's board
0: yeah <laughs> make sure to do yeah, that
3: i still get emails i still get yahoo emails like burt carlson new new discussion on the fushnikin's board <laughs> uh, well thank you thank you for being an avid reader yeah, yeah well, i i know i've lost my login so i haven't seen them but i know that i know they're hot spicy takes on on the well, That's why you don't
2: get a, that's
3: why you get the Yahoo account, not the AOL. I can't remember my password for it. So. Right. Yeah, it happens so. us all. Yeah.
0: Got it. You got to change up your passwords. Well, somebody, nope. some. I'm uh, gonna do it. <laughs> well, it's just a recommendation. Some uh, another player who's a great player, who I'm hoping actually wins it this year, uh, but has never won a championship, is Chris Paul. They are up three to two. Against the Lakers. Do they play tonight? I think they might. I think they do.
3: They do, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think
0: so. They play tonight, game six. Uh, Up three to two. <clears throat> I don't know, is AD playing? Probably. He's out. He's out. So LeBron's got to carry the load, which he's done many times in his career. Um, load. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Suns. Uh, mostly because I want them to win, but uh, Joe, John, who who do you think is going to win this series?
1: I think the I think the Suns are going to take it. I think I think um, LA. It's just too when you have the excuses lined up, it just becomes like all right, like we can we can let it go. I, I, I just think it's been too much with LeBron hurt. I think LeBron's hurt. I really do. I think his ankle is not right. And without AD there, there's just no way. Yeah. I'd
2: hate to have an ankle problem if I was his size.
3: A lot of man on that ankle. Yeah. A lot of man.
0: Not quite as much man as Shaq the diesel, but still a lot of man. He was also
3: hurt all the time. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think the Suns are gonna win the series two unfortunately. I mean, I do love Chris Paul, but it's just the Lakers just suck. Yeah. It's not LeBron or AD. It's like Kuzma get get rid of Kuzma, get rid of mm-hmm. Caldwell Pope. Get I mean, not that they have any trade value right now, anyways. Like right. I don't think you could even get it for those guys. I wouldn't trade anything for Kuzma or, or KCP or or I mean, even Schroeder now is yeah. looking.
1: Isn't yes. terrible? At least KCP was important in last year's title run. Like, Yeah,
3: KCP, he was. He was But th- now the pressure's on. And where is he going to go where there's not going to be any pressure? If you're going to put him in, like, uh, you know, last year, AD, LeBron, both healthy, you know, both falling out of control. Now it's like there's pressure on him. Plus you have Rondo, you know, yeah. you got Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. I can't believe what they got rid of over this season. It's, it, it makes no sense because – they kept the people who I I didn't really ever see that kind of game in KCP. He hit some big shots, but mm-hmm. I, this the way he's been performing in this series is not a surprise to me at all. Like, I never really saw it with him. I couldn't believe they, they kept him and they got rid of Rondo, who was played huge in the playoffs. Oh, he was huge, huge, definitely the third
1: most important guy um, for that team in the playoffs.
3: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we'll see if yeah. I mean he. Weird to- See what he does for the Clippers. Like, uh, they're not playing him either. They're not playing Rondo.
3: They're, they're like hardly playing. Mm. They're wasting him. He's sitting on the bench and they're losing.
0: Yeah, that team. I don't know. Uh, both like when you when you kind of build, not not exactly from the ground up, and just acquire these superstars like that. It's just hard to su- surround them with a good supporting cast.
3: And Paul George is yeah. Paul George disappears in the finals. I mean in the playoffs every single year. Yeah. At least he's every not hitting the side of the backboard year. this year. Yeah, I mean he's a little bit better, but any yeah. than that. I mean, the, you know, the games that we're watching say it all, you know. Look at them. they're about to lose to the to the Mavericks. Yeah,
0: and and the Mavericks are like they're doing it with one superstar because yeah. KP
1: sucks. KP's terrible. And the rest of these guys are shooting better than they ever have in their lives. Like I cannot believe the Mavericks are up three, two. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I was, I was talking with a friend of mine who's also a Knicks fan just about like what teams are you rooting for? (laughs) His name's Jeff Goldberg. Uh, You know, no, he uh, well, anyway, we were talking about like which teams we're rooting for. He's a Knicks fan, and he was like, I'm um, rooting for da- He said he's rooting for Dallas. I'm like, ah, oh, you can't root for Dallas, Chris Taps Porzingis. But like, you brought up a good point is that like because he sucks, the trade doesn't even matter anymore. It's like, yeah. yeah, I don't know, very weird.
3: Yeah, what is it though? I mean, these why is this is now a couple times uh in a row where there's this hot new player that just comes out of nowhere and and starts carrying the Knicks through all these games and everybody falls in love with him. It's like we got the we got the fever. And then he gets and then they get rid of him out of nowhere and he's terrible. And yeah. first it was Linsanity and then, then it was Porzingis. And and you know, I feel like it I feel like there's other players I'm not even remembering, because I'm just starting to realize this is like a pattern where mm. there's this hot player that gets dealt and then plays terribly. Jeremy Lynn never had a good season anyway.
0: No. Yeah, he, he was okay for maybe a year or two in Houston, but not really. Not great, yeah. yeah. He won a ring on the
3: bench, right? Didn't he like not play? He, he was on the wasn't he on the Raptors or something? Oh yeah.
0: Keep... Yeah, yeah.
3: Was. He was on the Raptors championship team and they never put him in once. That is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. He was in the G he League had... this year. <laughs>
3: He had a condition of excitement named after him in the biggest (laughs) in America. Yeah, and they and they trade and he didn't even get put in the game, not even garbage minutes. Yeah, in a championship, in a in a championship series.
0: And as as fun as this year has been for the Knicks, um, nothing still nothing from this year compared to insanity in terms of excitement.
3: No, yeah, Nothing. and they're in the playoffs this time, and there's still not much excitement. The yeah. insanity was insane. It's a, it's like you can't explain it to the was... kids or something. They wouldn't understand.
0: John, I guess you were here for that, right? Or no, no it was it was no, 2012 summer. Yeah, it, was... Tw- it was summer 2012. Yeah, it
1: was it was right before. But I mean, the most memorable oh my god, that was, was
3: before 2012. What year was it? It was 2012,
1: it was... but before. No, it was 2012. Oh, okay. I moved here in September. It was, um, you know, like January, February or whatever. Um, mm, but that right. Raptors game, that Raptors game where he hits the three of the buzzer, maybe that's why the Raptors wouldn't play him <laughs> in the, the championship. <laughs> like, oh, revenge. Sweet revenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're using a roster spot to get revenge. Uh, Bert, have you ever come down with a case of Linsanity? Linsanity? Linsanity. Are you,
2: are, Linsanity? I thought you said Winsanity. Winsanity, It was... Uh... That was actually a, that was a business that I started in the in the early nineteen thirties. Uh, we were gonna win big. Guess what? We didn't do win big. We didn't win. We didn't even win small. We didn't win shit. Yeah. But uh, no insanity. I avoided that. Like the, you know, I, I was actually uh, I was uh, I was hold up in a
0: I was in an ashram on Malta. A what on Malta? An ashram. An ashram. I built my
2: an ashram. <laughs>
3: Th- that's know, where ash you ash were. Ash? That's where you were during all of insanity from the beginning yeah, to the end. Of-
2: when, yeah, when when I when I reemerged from the uh, the the cocoon that I built underground for myself, uh, very similar to like uh, uh to like the, uh, the 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 out in the pueblo <laughs> whenever they uh you know they take mescaline or peyote and they go down and and they they build a giant hole in the ground, right, right into the red clay, and then they just build a big fire and they cover it. I was built a very similar thing for myself, in the, on the <laughs> island of Malta. When I came back around, I heard about this insanity thing, but uh, it already died down, and he was ice cold. Yeah. So no, no, I missed out on insanity. I was, uh, I was deep within inside myself.
0: Nice. I hope, I hope you learned a lot about yourself. I don't
2: remember a damn thing hey. about that trip. I'll be honest with you. I probably should have hit record sometime, but no. I, uh, but uh, you know, it's on the passport.
0: So, uh, any who's who's everybody's pick to come out of the West? Uh, Joe, do you have a pick as of now?
3: Um, who's Utah playing? Why am I blanking? They would
0: play. Uh, they would play Dallas or the Clippers.
3: It's going to be Utah and the Suns, and I guess. I would say Utah, unless Chris Paul is a hundred, is somehow able to get back to like pl- at least playing like he's hundred percent. In the last game, I the sun.
0: In the last game, Paul was yeah. I mean, he was hitting his mid-range shots at hitting threes, so I think he.
3: That back. shoulder was that. that shoulder is looking really funky though. <laughs> yeah. So right. we'll see what happens with his shoulder. I'm worried about it. I feel like it's kind of like LeBron, where the more he plays, it's mm. gonna be irritating him more, and he might have a hard time um closing out games but uh i still think utah has the edge even if he is in there 100 but I, I think the suns have a chance but right now i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's probably utah
1: john i think it's gonna be utah denver mm-hmm. and then i think utah wait is denver there. Denver over Denver over the Denver Suns. Over the Suns. I think, okay. Okay. I, I think Denver, I think Denver could take out the, the Suns. Um, Suns are good, but I think, I don't know. I think um, Denver has a shot. So, and I would, I think it's going to be Utah, honestly, coming out of the West, which is just crazy to me. No, I mean, no way when the playoffs started. Um, Cause I think uh-huh. in Utah, <laughs> no way. Bert, who you
0: taking?
2: 76ers. I think they're going to come from behind.
0: Yeah, the Western, the Western Sixers. Uh, I, I'm going to take Phoenix, and I'll ride this Chris Paul train all the way. Yeah, yeah. All the way to the Nets. I, I'm taking Milwaukee. Phoenix, Milwaukee. Woo. Oh yeah, right. You're taking Milwaukee.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Phoenix,
0: Milwaukee.
2: There's no aqueduct, but I think they've got, like, an Amtrak that goes in between. Yeah. You can literally get on the train
0: there. They might yeah. just train back and forth for the games. Amtrak goes all over the
3: place, though. You know, that one's kind of Yeah, Tra-
0: expected. like, Joe Biden's president, so everybody has to ride Amtrak now.
3: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? I didn't know that, but, okay. It's oh, it's the, it, it,
0: it passed today. Um all right. What do you, uh, Joe? Would you like to plug anything before we go?
3: Um. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, If you live in New York, come and uh, see mixed Kids comedy at uh, on the seventeenth of, of June at uh, Crystal Lake Bar in in Williamsburg. Follow me on all social media at Mister Joe Miles. M R J O E M I L E S. I love you so much
0: follow mr joe miles john what would you like to plug or offer as a word of nothing listen? to
1: nothing to nothing to plug just like general like hey let's all settle down and stop trying to overturn elections and <laughs> hate each other like let's uh you know let's let's, let's move forward and do other cool stuff because the world's opening back up it's a, lot, it's a time to have fun not not sit in a room in Arizona and count, you know, millions and millions of ballots incorrectly. Yeah. Just,
0: just of all the things you could do, that's like the least fun. Is yeah, there exactly. somebody doing
3: Is that? Does yeah. that happen? Is there another yeah. recount going on?
0: Yeah, it's like the yeah. fifth recount so, in Arizona.
3: I think they're going to find this all the time votes for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to win. That would be. You got it. robbed. Yeah. Yeah, I got robbed. I think I'm going to win this time, though. I think they're going to find out that I did win the election.
0: I'll I'll vote Born for you post facto in Arizona.
3: Thank you, appreciate
0: it, <laughs> uh, Bert. I'm going to ask you something, and I'm afraid what the answer is. Anything you would like to plug?
2: Uh, no, no, Bert, Bert. Carlson remains unplugged, uncut, and un, uh, unconcerned and uh, unconditioned. Like like conditioner, I don't use conditioner on my hair. Too, it's yeah. too fine. No, no, I'm good. I just want everybody to you know keep your nose to the wind and your tail to yourself. That's my that's that's my that's that's I'll plug that.
0: That's a good motto. Nose to the wind and tail. Thank to you. Guys. I got that from Commander USA's movie movies. It was a show <laughs> that used to come on the
2: USA Network back in uh, the
0: uh, late eighties, early nineties. Commander USA, he was the one in like the like red, white, and blue gear.
2: I think so, yeah. I,
0: I, I, don't re- I don't recall the colors. I'm actually colorblind. A lot of people don't realize. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Maybe it's those I things, didn't either. I didn't re- <laughs> it's a strange, tough world for the colorblind out there. Yeah. Uh, and I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media. And you can follow me there. You can subscribe to Larry Know Sports wherever you get your podcasts, <laughs> be that Apple, Spotify, or what have you. And the last thing I'll say to you is may all your dreams be hoop dreams and may the rest of your days be days of thunder.